0: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the
0: morning show highlight clip of the day. When your
1: best friend runs out of advice.
2: And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? Group therapy with Kramer
3: and Jess. Uh, Anne from Easton, what's the issue today? Do you think it's a
4: red flag that my boyfriend doesn't want me to come meet his family because of
3: COVID? Uh,
5: Interesting.
3: I would say interesting for 2022. Why why do you not know his family? How long have you guys been together?
4: Uh, We've been together just over a year. And... They live in New Jersey, so it's, like, a little bit further away, and his dad's, like, immunocompromised, so we just, like, kind of kept it to him only going home when he had to, but um, that was kind of why I hadn't met them yet.
3: Yeah. So, how's this play into today?
4: Um, Well, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about Thanksgiving and what we wanted to do and how the holidays are coming up, Mm -hmm. and... I was like, well, I think maybe it's a good time and meet your family, we've been dating for over a year. And he just was like, I don't think it's a good idea. The more people that are there, the more like cause for COVID and I'm just worried. And then (sighs) talking to my sister about it and she was like, he's gonna break up with you. COVID is not like um, that much of a concern anymore. Like people deal with it better. Like, he doesn't care about you. So, no. i like, I don't, just don't know what to do. I don't know if it's, like, a red flag or something.
3: it's, like, <laughs> a yeah. Dude, I'd be in my head big time. Um, but you said his dad is does
4: have issues, though? So, I know that his dad um, has a lot of health issues. And so, that's kind of the main reason why he is really concerned with me coming there. Um, because, like, he did get COVID before the vaccine came out. And he was really sick and he had to be in the hospital. And so mm-hmm. I do understand that, like, that's part of the reason why he's, like, really concerned about it. Because he's seen the worst of it.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: man. That's a tricky one. Okay, well, let's get the phone calls going. 410-583-1065. And you're just wondering if this is a red flag. Is that what we're trying to get out here?
4: Yeah, it's just
3: a red flag. If I should be scared, she's going to break up with me. Okay. So, Anne's boyfriend, who they've been dating for a little over a year, mm-hmm. um, says, I don't think it's a good idea if you come home and meet my family for Thanksgiving because of COVID. Yeah. Now, in case you're wondering, this is not a replay show, okay? This, yeah, is, this, is... this is 2022. Is that a red flag? Now, you got to keep in mind, her dad her is immunocompromised.
5: Right, right. Those so, are things to be taken in, into consideration.
3: So do we think this is a red flag? 410-583-1065.
5: This is hard because, okay, so I, because at first you're just like, why? But I'm trying to see it from a different perspective. I have some family members from back home who legitimately have not really changed their way of life since the pandemic, as far as like staying away from people, still only see a few selects, are very selective on like where they go and what they do and have remained that way and are still like yeah. that. You know? Yeah. So I I think that we still need to keep that in mind. Um <laughs> but even they have still made adjustments on like people that they've seen. So for him to be like, <laughs> you can't come. Like, is this throwing shade at you? Like, he doesn't think that he should I mean, would you be around his dad? And that's, and,
3: and Hershey's, how would you take it?
5: I feel, I think it would be knowing that his dad has been around some family, and obviously you would take all the precautions to go that are necessary yeah. to make everything safe. I'd feel a little weird that, like, you wouldn't want me to meet your family after a year
4: why I'm like I'm so confused, and again he knows me, so he knows that I would take all those precautions. That's yeah. why. That's
5: so that's That's what I'm saying. It's not like you're about to go to like a, f- a festival and be like, "Hey, let me go meet your dad." Like, you know what I mean? Well, y'all, exactly.
3: y'all know I'm like super paranoid, so I would right. always, I <laughs> always think everyone's cheating on me post-divorce. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, but but like, listen, like this guy says, this is for the health of my dad, right? I mean, it would be a pretty far stretch to use COVID as an excuse Mm -hmm. in 2022 if you weren't just... There's a million other things that you could bring up Mm -hmm. other than COVID this year. Last year, sure. The year before, absolutely. Don't you think there's a million other excuses that man could use I just don't know if we're overthinking this. Uh, well, how does it make you feel? Will you call us? 410-583-1065. Ann's boyfriend says, I don't want you to come home and meet my family this year because of COVID. Do you think it's a red flag? Debbie from Westminster. Good morning. Hi, hey, good morning. So do we, do we think it's weird to use COVID as an excuse of why she can't go this year?
2: Why would it be weird? We're in a global pandemic. You know, it hasn't ended. If a family doesn't want more guests than necessary for Thanksgiving, and, like, that that makes sense to me, you know? Like, it's not going to be fun if they have to, you know, have this woman wear a mask and worry about her tests and all of that. It's just like if some people want to make sure that they're protecting themselves, that makes sense. Are,
1: are we be
3: respected? And I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking the question: Like, are we still there? I would have had like if this is the conversation you and I were having like back in Thanksgiving of 2020. Oh, um, absolutely! Pre-vaccine, I, have, I, mean, I don't
5: even think there were Thanksgivings in 2020. Yeah, well, like it well, just, I just don't know if it's that. Yet? I'm That's sorry. My question for you: Has yeah. there been a cure to the pandemic? Because
2: last time I checked, there is no cure. There's new variants. Like, there's there's places where COVID's yeah. on the rise again. Yeah. Like, Are we forgetting that?
3: Okay. We we appreciate, I see where you're we appreciate from. yeah hundred percent
2: yeah it's really happening and it's just like absurd that this is getting ignored by mainstream media so we're pretending like it doesn't exist yes it does okay and I we're
3: not it.
5: just okay <laughs> we're
3: we're not trying to like yeah, withhold and just just so we're clear here like we're not trying to withhold information personally um, we
5: were just we were just opening yeah we're just we're just
3: curious so um, but thank you listen thank you thank you for your call yeah of
5: course and be careful
3: we will thank you for that uh four ten. We're talking to, this is...
5: Andrea from Joppa. Hello, Andrea. Hi, how are you guys? We're good. Is this this an excuse, you think?
1: I do, because let me tell you why. I work in the ER. I've been dealing with COVID for the last, like, since it started. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unless this guy is isolating himself, he's staying away from his girlfriend and, like, taking all the precautions aside from just going up there and visiting, like, it's an excuse. Is, is, is he walking around wearing a mask?
3: No. Oh, so you're he, saying, your point he, is, he's going to be around her anyway. And he hasn't brought any
5: of that up. All he has said is, like, you can't oh, come to man. Thanksgiving because of my dad is immunocompromised. Nothing else has been mentioned of, like, other precautions that he was going to take or has been taking.
1: Yeah, like, if he's using that as an excuse, and I want to see him masked up and isolating from his girlfriend, which I'm sure he's not doing. Damn.
3: That's a good, I, honestly, I didn't even think about that mm-hmm. from that angle of, well, like, if you were going to see her days before anyway. Right. Then almost like, what's the point? Yeah. God, is this an excuse? It's big energy, Lisa, everybody. Huh? Hi, babe. Hey, girl. What do we think about this? Is this is this an excuse? Yes. Yeah. And, and And why you say it so confidently?
2: Because... Crane, i am very immunocompromised i'm out here with people every day i work with the public every day mm-hmm. yeah so this dude just like the nurse that just you guys just had on yeah. she hit it she hit it on the head babe this guy is just using an excuse. I mean, you know, we go around people that are seriously com- compromised. Yeah, We wear masks. We care. And like I said to Jess when she picked up on the phone, if this guy really cared about this woman that he's dating for over a year, he'd say, hey, Mom and Dad, I'm bringing my girl over. I want to introduce you to her through the window. Outside. Okay.
5: Outside. Damn. Damn. Or also, how about we take a test? Like, is like, yeah. why can't anyone just take a test? If anything, shouldn't everyone in the family be taking a test before the <laughs> Yeah, together. Man, this to exactly. be trippy. None
2: of my family comes to Thanksgiving or Christmas unless we've all had our boosters and everything. And we've all said, hey, mom, guess what? My mother had a major heart attack. Nobody comes to her house unless we've all got masks. Yeah. Anything, because so you're just, saying yeah. there, if
3: there's a will, there's a way. Yeah
2: exactly so this guy is just saying it like like you all like somebody said maybe there's somebody else on the side or whatever but he's jerking her chain okay thank
3: you for calling us 4105831065
5: we have a text right here that says as someone who is immunocompromised no this is not a red flag unless there are other red flags that she is not mentioning I still have to be careful at the advice of my doctor mm. my parents are also high risk and we are doing a very reduced Thanksgiving so we can social distance and protect everyone also everyone has to take a covid test prior to coming people are still taking precautions so this alone i wouldn't say is a red flag but if she has other flags it could be a convenient excuse
3: gg from roland park good morning
1: good morning do we do we think this is an excuse i said i think it's kind of an excuse but i also think that she's kind of desperate it sounds desperate to me that she thinks meeting her family is going to take this relationship someplace else but he's definitely using it, I think, as an excuse. But if she just relaxes a little bit, I think it'll happen. It doesn't have to happen because the holidays are here. But I just think she should just calm down a little bit and just say when it happens, it happens. Because well, there's really nothing she's going to do that his life. Do
5: you think at least to him, to your point, Gigi, because she's been asking so much that it makes him not want to do it?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what I think, because, yeah, it's an excuse. He's using it as an excuse. I mean, she doesn't know the depth of of his father's true illness, you know, how sick he is. But, yeah, it's an excuse, but she should just, calm down you know and like you said you know him, her asking so much makes him say like oh come on you know I, what i mean
3: i just feel like after a year i would kind of want to meet somebody's family too wouldn't we all like if, if everybody was like yeah keeping them away like oh th- there's this there's this here's all these reasons of why and obviously
1: they don't they don't live here so i get it but at the same time i, I she, would i'd be a little suspicious too i'd be a little suspicious but when she gets there and she finally meets the family what did she think is going to happen okay, okay so now you met the I get family it. Now yeah what? I get it. now what are we are you happy now no nope. okay. you know what i okay. mean <laughs> 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 then what then what are you gonna want okay and yeah. yeah i mean now you've met my dad okay it's confirmed he is immunocompromised okay, <laughs> okay. now what what do you want to <laughs> do now we're going back to
6: maryland <laughs> That's okay, I, like, okay. Exactly. <laughs> All right.
3: I see your point you
6: know, you turn, like, come on back and now what
3: yeah i get you know it what I mean? okay thank
6: you Gigi. So-
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
6: Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage Podcast, all lowercase go to shopifycom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopifycom Podcast.
0: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by
3: state law.
5: Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings
7: on Mix 106.5. Yo. What's up? Six o'clock, love. It's
3: just I, Kramer. Tis her, Jess. Happy Monday. What's up? Let's get this week started. 410-583-1065. What we're looking for right now is anybody that's awake in this very cold Monday in Maryland Mm -hmm. to text us. You're part of the club. It's the 6 o'clock club. 410-583-1065. Jess, anybody up?
5: Hope a Good morning. Go. John the Wheelman is with us. Jess R. from Westminster. Our Greek goddess Diana from Annapolis. John the Annapolis locator is here. Lou and Glenn Bernie. We got Grace in White Marsh. Good morning. Christine, our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Um, Kelly and Art in New Windsor. Good morning. Stephanie Lynn. Terrence, Big Energy. Lisa is here. Juan and a Million checking in. Stacy in Port Deposit. We got Clever Kevin with us. BTSZ is here. Mr. W from Reisterstown. Kathy in Parkville. Crystal in Northeast. And Rhonda from Pasadena. Happy Monday.
8: Let it snow. Let it snow. Let it snow. What happened?
5: No, listen. Y'all better get ready. Because this week, it starts today. And this week, this is where it's staying. Like, we're here. And I don't know if you guys all noticed this, too. But I'd say, like, just at the end of last week, I was driving down the freeway. And I'm like... Oh, the leaves are gone. gone. Surprise. (laughs) They're
3: gone. Two weeks ago, we were in like fall. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. All of a
3: sudden, right now, in Mount Washington, 33 degrees. Yeah. Frederick, you're supposed to be getting some wintry mix this week, by the way. Yeah. Like, it was, I was sweating on, was it Friday or Saturday? Mm
5: Mm-hmm.
3: I think it was, it was
5: literally on Saturday. Saturday. I was out living my life. No, yeah. Saturday was like pretty weather during the day. I
3: feel like Sunday was kind of like a, hey, heads up. About to get cold, mm-hmm. and then this morning,
5: it's here. It's here to stay.
3: I, I walked outside, and I can't say I'll spell for you what I was gonna say this morning. D A F U Q. Uh huh.
5: Okay, like yeah, 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not like terribly mad about it though. Really? I'm not. Like it's like freezing because I hate being cold, but it feels like Christmas, which I like.
3: I always say I can do the cold until the 26th mm-hmm. of December. And then all of a sudden, it gets less fun. It's okay. When the lights start to go up, it's going to be fine. We'll mm-hmm. feel holiday, jolly, and all that. And then all of a sudden, it's just going to be cold with no fun involved, mm-hmm. you know? Anybody still wearing shorts? It's my favorite question to ask on our first couple of cold days in Maryland. You
5: know I, Jeremy from The Fan is wearing shorts oh, right now. 100%. That's his That's his vibe.
3: I guarantee. Actually, I'll walk over there right now and see if he has shorts on. Yeah. Who, who literally in the 6 o'clock club is bold enough in this blistery cold morning out of nowhere... Is wearing shorts. I know that some of you are. So that's you. Text and give us your reason of why. It's literally one degree away from being frozen. What makes you feel like today was the right day for half pants? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like, what was it? Now. 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 These
1: are
5: the top three trending stories in the city.
1: The Baltimore Top Three Three. with Jess. Number
5: three. Outgoing Maryland Governor Larry Hogan is remaining uncommitted to his political future. In a recent interview, he said, quote, I still have to do my day job until January 18th, when asked if he was planning to run for president in 2024. After that, Governor-elect Westmore will take office, but Governor Hogan dodged the president question, leaving the door open for speculation. In other news, Westmore had a private meeting with Governor Hogan in his future office, and after Hogan said he was very pleased to welcome the Governor-elect To Annapolis.
3: This isn't obviously a political talk show, but I I did think for a minute that Larry Hogan may run. I'm starting to have second thoughts now on that, just because of the way the political landscape's kind of shifted over the last couple. There's a ton of attention on Florida right now. Um, Bro, I'd be down for it. I think we need a hometown president. Can you imagine that? I think it
5: would just be cool to see if he does it, so we'll we'll have to
3: keep up with this. The White House would be decked out in crabs. Oh, yeah. you know how ridiculous that place would be? We
5: would definitely see a Maryland flag (laughs) at the White House. It'd be so good. Number two. Expect the roads to be very busy for Thanksgiving next week. Cars.com surveyed 800 Marylanders about their Thanksgiving travel plans this year, and the survey found that 61% of Marylanders plan to travel this year. 80% of people will be driving to their destination instead of flying. Nearly half of the survey participants report that they do prefer to fly, but will be driving because of the high cost of air travel. While some are hitting the road because they're not going further than 50 miles from home, so just be prepared for traffic next week.
3: Can we do a quick informal poll? six o'clock club of what your plans are for the holidays like basically can you just tell us like are you staying in maryland or are you traveling Mm -hmm. because i don't really know i'm pretty sure most people stay obviously jess you're going to california to see your family Mm -hmm. i'm going to mexico to hang out with one of my my best friends um but like what are your plans what like what are you doing for thanksgiving just so we kind of get an idea of like the majority rules here you know 410-583-1065. Number one.
5: Dave Chappelle hosted Saturday Night Live for the third time over the weekend and took aim at Kanye West's anti-Semitic comments during his 15-minute opening monologue. So some are criticizing Chappelle for downplaying the severity of Kanye's comments, while others thought he was poking fun at the situation and not at Jewish people. Take a listen.
8: Before I start tonight, I just wanted to read a brief statement that I
5: prepared. (laughs) I prepared.
8: I denounce anti-semitism in all its forms, and I stand with my friends in the Jewish community. And that, Kanye, is how you buy yourself some time.
5: So he actually pulled out a piece of paper from his pocket and read that when he was on stage. Reactions have been very mixed online.
3: Is it too soon, you think, or is this exactly what you would expect out of Dave Chappelle?
5: I don't know what people thought how a comedian was going to handle SNL the weekend after midterm elections and also with everything that's been going on with Kanye. Like, I don't know what we thought we were going to get. I mean, I would not and say because any because Dave Chappelle. I was going to
3: say, like, Chappelle will push the—I mean, he will make you so uncomfortable with his comedy mm-hmm. that I don't think anybody should have walked into SNL episode on Saturday and been like— this is going to be safe. Yeah. You know, so I'm not, I'm not shocked. I don't, do I think it's too soon? Not for Chappelle. Right. I think he finds that hot button issue and just like makes you feel so about it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. This is Jess and that was your top three. A guy in Pennsylvania won the election
5: last week. Here's the catch. He's dead. Oh, yeah. Do you see this? I saw that. I don't understand. Well, allow me to explain.
3: Thank you, Jessica. Nice setup. Yeah. For today's PA so cray-cray. You've never been here for this segment before. The theory on this show is something happens when you drive like an hour north of Baltimore and enter into the state of Pennsylvania. Just the weirdest news stories always seem to come out of there. And out of Florida. But since Pennsylvania is our neighbor, yeah. we'll focus on them. We're not that far. No. But we're so different as human
5: beings, right? And please know we're, you know, this is all said and good fun and love. We love our neighbors in PA, but we can't ignore the fact that a lot of really <laughs> random things happen there.
3: So you probably know all the drama that came with Dr. Oz running in Pennsylvania. That was like the big Thing. election story coming out of PA, right? But this story kind of got overshadowed. And I I'm gonna be res- I need to be respectful with this because this guy was so beloved, but like how how in the world does this even happen? This guy's name was Tony DeLuca, and he actually served on it was PA's 32nd legislative seat. He'd done it for 39 years. And so he was diagnosed with lymphoma, with cancer, a couple of years ago, right? And he died on October the 9th. Very sad. After serving his his area for a very long time. Yeah. And he was just beloved by everybody in his his region. Listen, here's just one person talking about the guy. Tony was so devoted to his people.
8: I mean, he would call me and say, hey, this guy needs a water heater and he can't afford it. (laughs) Uh, Is there any way we can help him?
2: Mm.
8: And that's, you know, just, you don't find people like that. There's gonna it's one Tony DeLuca. And we'll never have another one.
3: Sounds like an outstanding gentleman, right? Yeah. Now
8: what do you think though? If
3: somebody were to die a month before the elections, what what do you think would probably
5: happen? So he was in the running, obviously. He was He's already still. already campaigned. Yeah. You know?
3: So what what would you do? Like what what do you
5: think if someone dies, what do you think would happen? I would assume that it would go to the next person who got, you know.
3: It, it would make sense, right? Yeah. So his press secretary send out an email to the news station when they ask, like, so what's the plan? And she responds back, election proceeds as scheduled, and his seat will probably be filled with a special election likely in the early spring. So elections went on. Mm-hmm. People showed up up in Pen Hills, Pennsylvania and voted for this man and he won.
5: So what happens now? So
3: if I understand this correctly, and I don't really quite understand how special elections work. I think that now in the spring they have to do another election okay. to fill the seat. So a
5: completely new one.
3: Y'all, Pennsylvania. Let's just, let's let's just say the headline here for a second. Pennsylvania elected a dead man. Yeah. Into the seat.
5: Wait, this of the legislative of, district. The I mean That's it, yo that's well, legendary no but like who are the other people who have who are the other men and women that are running can you, you imagine do you imagine that they don't want you that they would rather have the other man that they love so much instead Yo, of you that's all, here listen
3: with all respect you sound like a good dude
5: absolutely but I mean you imagine, he, I love him
3: he can sounds you fantastic you lost to a dead man mm. how can we not look at this story today
5: I don't know and say PA is just so cray-cray. You never really know what to say to parents whose kids are really, really sick. I know. I know. What happened? So I went to Johns Hopkins Children's Center for the first time this weekend. Obviously, we have a very close friendship with Johns Hopkins with our radiothon um, and talking to the kids and talking to parents. But because of our situation with COVID, everything we've done has been remote. So all of our interviews and interactions have been over Zoom. Um, And also, it's not my first time in a children's hospital either. Like, we've done this before to where, again, we've spoken with kids and family. But I've never spent one-on-one intimate time. With yeah. kids and parents at Johns Hopkins Children's Center.
3: So this weekend was the Baltimore Boogie, right? Mm-hmm. You want to explain what that what that actually the event is. It
5: was like their final event. That's part of their 30 day Kids Can't Wait Miracle Movement. Right. So over the last 30 days, thanks to every single person that helped out, Johns Hopkins Children's Center was able to raise over 153 thousand dollars. Awesome. And what's amazing is, aside from obviously all of the equipment and technology that is so. Instrumental to taking care of kids there, a, a lot of that, too, is helping them have an escape mm-hmm. from the situation that they're in. And so that was the Baltimore Boogie, right? So you had kids and family just coming in and out whenever they wanted. We had, like, activities. We were dancing. We were coloring. I got so many tattoos. Like, it was so much fun. Um, but then a mom came up to me, and she was, like, visibly uncomfortable, and she was, like, so... Uh, what is this for? Like, what are we raising money for? And I'm explaining to her the situation. And she was like, we just got here like four days ago. Mm. And so you have families who have been there for a long time. And then this was the first time I had ever spoken to anyone that really, this was just the beginning of their journey. Right. And, um, her daughter was, I think she was about like 11 or 12, clearly didn't want to be there, was very uncomfortable. And I just kind of explained to her, you know, what we're there for. And at one point, her daughter goes, "Um, well, I don't want to be here for a long time. So, I don't, you know, I don't really want to be here. And I was like, girl, we don't want you here either. Like, we're going to get you out of here as soon as possible. But when you're here, at least you can have some fake tattoos and we can, like, color together and stuff like that. And that kind of, like, you know, fixed it a little bit. Um, But she even the mom was just like i don't really know what to do like i'm kind of uncomfortable i don't know what to talk to who to talk to or anything like that and i was just and i and i I'm so thankful that I had the opportunity to tell her, like, this is why we're here, you sure. know, and like, I'm so sorry that you're going through there. I, I don't under, I, there's no way I can ever understand. But one thing that I am so proud to be a part of is the family that Johns Hopkins creates for you because it gives them an escape and it gives them people to lean on. And other parents are there, and you saw just people like welcoming, welcoming them with open arms, and that was a really beautiful thing to see. And it got, it just got me so excited for Radiothon yeah. in February. Of, kind
3: of reinvigorates you for why we do the radiothon every single year. Yeah. I don't think there really are the right words. I found myself in that same thing. We've been doing, you know, we've been raising a ton of money for Johns Hopkins. I worked for Children's Hospitals in the past too doing the same kind of thing, raising mm-hmm. money and especially when families first get there. I don't think any of us can imagine what it must like to feel like to have a kid who is now in the hospital for something very unexpected, especially if it's something pretty serious, right? Yeah. And like so when we started the 30-day Miracle Movement Challenge uh, was with the Baltimore Running Festival, which Mm -hmm. I went and did. And you meet a lot of the families that have been there. And uh, through the Radiothon, through these events, you meet a lot of families whose kids have passed away. Mm -hmm. And I never also feel like I have the right words. And I don't even know if they expect you to have the right words because there's no way that we could ever relate to what that feels like. Yeah. But I think our job, and this goes for all of us listening, if you ever meet somebody that has a, a kid that's at Johns Hopkins or that is sick with something, you know, pretty serious, I think just sharing that positivity.
5: And just being there. Yeah. And just listening, you know? I think, I think she just wanted somebody to talk yeah. to and I was there. Just by you showing up. Yeah.
3: I think you kind of did what you needed to do. Even if the words weren't like exactly right mm-hmm. to provide the comfort you thought you should have been, I think just your presence being there. It's probably more than she realized, you know? Yeah. On Monday, we just got Mom's Monday motivation on the radio show. And we bring my mom all the way on from Georgia. We can do that now with the internet, y'all. It's pretty cool. Um, let me get my mom on. Hi, Mom hi honey we call this uh, mom's mind and motivation my mom and i by the way do a, a podcast together called certified mama's boy it's a daily podcast you can go add to your collection we would love it it's me my mom and uh, it's just about life go check it out it's called certified mama's boy on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast but for the radio show mom what we got for today
7: well we have thanksgiving upon us Things are starting to get crazy (laughs) as we move into the holidays. So here's something that we should remember. It's a Chinese proverb. Tension is who you think you should be. Relaxation is who you are. Mm -hmm. Because we put so much hubbub (laughs) into, you know, Getting prepared and getting the decorations right and getting the food right and making sure, and this is me, making sure that everyone has what they enjoy eating and that it's prepared exactly right. And we work ourselves up into a dither yeah. so that we can't even relax and enjoy the day. <laughs> yeah. And really what's important is that we're just relaxing and enjoying one another.
3: Mm-hmm. It does feel like it, it's a lot. Like I know, even now we've got got what ten yeah. days. Take us ten days till Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's just a lot to prepare. Don't you feel that way? Like I'm sure by yes. now you've already got everything going. And let's not even talk about. Right after that, then we got the holidays, you know, so like most of y'all are already shopping, you already got gifts going, you got lists made, it's stressful. Mm -hmm. The holidays can be really Mm -hmm. stressful if you let it be.
5: But it's so true, though. It's like that tension and that buildup can sometimes make you not even enjoy what you're doing and not be in the moment when really all of my favorite parts were when it was just like my family sitting around together and laughing about whatever and the, the table was messy. Like, stuff was all over the place. You know, it didn't matter. Like, what anything looked like, what mattered was that we were together. And I think sometimes we just need a little reminder of that.
3: Yeah. And think about this, too. Yeah. That, like, let's just say, for example, Thanksgiving last year. Whatever comes into your mind, what you did last year for Thanksgiving. Like, you don't remember the stressful parts. Nobody does. Nobody does. So don't, like... Don't let this part, this week before part, this week of leading up, be that big of a deal because no one's going to remember it, including yourself, okay? (laughs) So maybe it's not worth it. Think about that leading into this Thanksgiving holiday, okay? Yeah, absolutely. That's it for this week. That's my mom. We have a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Mom, are you excited for Thanksgiving? We won't talk to you until after Thanksgiving, I guess.
7: I finally learned to relax and enjoy it. You and know, it
3: only years. took you 70 years.
7: A long time <laughs> Yeah, <Good. laughs> only yeah. took 70 years.
3: So uh, hopefully we'll all get there a little faster. 70 years, <laughs> and
7: I finally got it. But some people never get it, so I'm grateful.
3: That's true. <laughs> all right. That's it for this week. Love you, Mom.
7: Okay, honey. Love you all forever.
8: Now. 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 These
5: are the top three trending stories in
1: the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. <laughs> Number
5: three: Over 16,000 runners from 46 states and seven countries participated in the annual 10K Bay Bridge Run on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge yesterday. The event generated millions of dollars for the surrounding areas and tens of thousands of dollars for charity. Organizers said the run generated between five to seven million dollars for Anne Arundel and Queen Anne's counties yesterday.
3: Yeah, big thing. Number
5: two: Netflix says it's got a new feature that will make Netflix history. The streaming giant announced that it will live stream and upcoming comedy special for chris rock this has been the first announced live stream netflix is also working on unscripted streaming and stand-up comedy specials they are also looking into live sports as well some question whether this is really just a step backwards as live streams are basically just like tv so online yeah. has been kind of mixed about it
3: that's how i felt the second i saw this headline i was like do we want that with the exception of sports And with news, Uh do we really want to watch things in real time? So let's say they were like, hey, Chris Rock's got this special, 9 p.m. Friday. Are you going to, like, clear your schedule to watch it live versus whenever you're conveniently available to watch it, you know?
5: I mean, yeah. I I mean, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. Okay, so with the Selena Gomez documentary that came out, so I watched it, and I personally knew that there was going to be a live interview after. And so I was excited to see it live and I watched it live and you can still also go back and watch it whenever you want and so for me personally I think everything's different but it's it's different when it's like interviews and like stand up watching it live versus like after the fact.
0: Number one.
5: Tina fans. The documentary you've been waiting for is currently in production. The first ever Christina Aguilera documentary is in the works directed by Ting Poo who directed the Val Kilmer doc Val. The project will cover Christina's entire life from her Disney days to her pop star diva life with Ned Never before seen footage and exclusive access from her own personal archives. Also, camera crews have been following her for the last 18 months, getting day-to-day footage that will also be featured. So no word on when this will be finished, but with a year and a half worth of footage already, already accessible, we don't really know. It should not be too long of a wait before we see this.
3: I think it'd be an interesting one to see. Oh, I feel like yeah. any of those pop stars from like the early, the 90s, 2000s, you know. She's
5: just never done anything like no, this before. Kind of... And no one has ever done one on her. Yeah. So I'm very curious yeah. as to like what this is going to look like. Should be good. This is Jess and that was your top three.
3: We're supposed to be doing a Talk Me it update right now. Where we find out when people call in with these ideas that seem to be a little crazy. Mm-hmm. We always give advice. Should you do it? Should we talk them out of it? You missed the one from Thursday. Here's a quick recap. What we were dealing with going into the
8: weekend. Their father and I divide the time, you know, for holidays and everything. We we have half and half custody. Right. Yeah. And um, I started doing the schedules last week for Thanksgiving. So when are they going to be there and with me? But they just told me. That it was okay. You know, that they preferred to stay at that the whole time. I feel like if they knew the whole truth, they wouldn't be so eager to spend the whole time with them, you know?
3: Well, what's... I mean, do you mind if we ask what the truth is?
8: So we, we divorced last year, and we just told the kids that we just decided to go in a different way. But the truth is that he was a cheater.
3: Oh.
5: Okay.
8: Yeah, and so he she she did it three times, and actually his
5: girlfriend is the the last woman. So, so she's considering, or she wanted uh, to tell her kids, thirteen and sixteen, her and daughters, so. um, what their father actually did, and maybe that would change their mind about who they wanted to spend Thanksgiving with this so,
3: year. They were supposed to have a deadline of Friday because Dad wanted to make. Reservations for dinner somewhere.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: So we said Monday, like we always do. Monday, eight twenty, very clear. But all we can do is rely on people calling us back. I don't think we're gonna hear from her. Man, give it like one more second. Come on. Uh, uh, anybody? Uh, uh. No. So in that case, we do what we call a "talk me out of it" unsolved mystery. And we, and we always tell people we're gonna do this. Mm-hmm. As your fair warning, if you call in for talking me out of it, you don't call us back. We just have to assume. The worst. It's just like, what happened here? What do you think? You think she told him or no?
5: I think, unfortunately, I think she told them. Yeah. I think she told her daughters. And I think just because she was so, I think she was speaking from a place of anger and hurt. And it was so much that it kept her from really seeing the impact of her decision, unfortunately. And I maybe she told them, and it ended up terribly, which is why we're not hearing from her this morning. Yeah. Because once you share that kind of information, there is no taking that back.
3: Let me see if this is anonymous. Hey, Mix 165,
5: is this anonymous?
3: This
8: anonymous, yes.
5: Oh,
3: well, not... <laughs> not the anonymous we're looking for you're a different oh person.
8: no <laughs> okay you're
5: a different person
3: it's okay do you have a perspective on this though do you have any reason why you think she wouldn't call us back today you think she did it or no
8: oh I mean uh, I, I think speculation but yeah I think she might have already said something
3: yeah why do you think she would do that what, what gives you the idea that like, think that's, that's the reason of why she'd do it
8: <coughs> I mean maybe being petty I mean this is for the holidays I mean I think she's doing it for the wrong time mm-hmm. yeah I, I think she could have done it at a separate occasion, not before Thanksgiving kind of thing. But then again, like, I'm not—I'm not her. And yeah, I would do it after the holidays. We got—you
3: know—we got a lot of those calls that like she needs to do it, but not to be petty,
5: and not right now, and not before. Again, not before Man. the holidays. Could, it could potentially just ruin Thanksgiving for the rest of time. We just don't know.
3: Yeah. The thing is, with some days we just never find out. Maybe we'll hear back later in the show. If we do, we'll catch you up. But that's all we got for today's Talk Me Out of an Update.
2: Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned
3: it, give us five stars.
2: Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And
0: check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.